You are listening to a sermon podcast from Kingdom City. We pray that over the next few moments, you will be blessed, equipped, and empowered to bring the reality of God to your world. Welcome, everybody, to our global gathering. All over the world, wherever you're watching from, we're so glad you've joined us. And we trust that whether this is your first session because you're at church on Sunday, or whether you have been on the journey you are going to enjoy and be impacted by the Word we bring. This is our significant miracle offering service. This whole weekend has been an incredible convergence of communion, connection, fun, family, and yet the awareness that God is doing something great. You know, we've already had two incredible sessions. We had Pastor Chris Derso speak about the woman at the well and how Nothing in all of creation can separate us from the love of God. And as a church, we need to be more mindful and aware that the harvest that is coming in is going to look a little different. And yet that is the heart of God for the lost, for the broken and the unreachable. And then, wow, session two, Pastor Jason Lozano, you could still feel the weight of God's glory from that word about how God wants to rest His glory upon you, upon the church. And they look like quite different messages and on the face of it might even seem a little unrelated but they are absolutely linked. And that's actually what I wanna speak about today. I wanna speak about the glue that joins the two and that is divine purpose. See, divine purpose gives the glory of God a focus. And all of a sudden you realize that every piece of grace, every part of God's goodness upon your life has a focus, has a purpose. And really without that sense of purpose, you can hear a message about the woman at the well. You can hear a message about God's glory and you might like one or the other, but divine purpose actually links the two. So let's pray before we get into the Word. Father, we want Your glory to not only overshadow us and be upon us, but Lord, direct us for the reason we are here, for the season we are here, for the purpose for which you created us. And as we go to your word, let it come alive in every person from the first time visitor, whether they're in a home by themselves or they're in the auditoriums across Perth, no matter where in the world they are, Northern or Southern Hemisphere, let purpose come alive in every listener, we pray in Jesus' Name, Amen. Amen. Two verses I wanna read, one from the Old Testament and one from the New. In the book of Ecclesiastes chapter three, it says, to everything there is a season a time for every purpose under heaven. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. And Romans 8, 28 in the New Testament says this, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to His purpose. To everything there's a season, a time for every purpose under heaven and all things work together for good to them that love the Lord according to His purpose. You know, as much as I hate COVID, its destructive effect and the pain that so many people and families have suffered, even through it all, God has truly used all things. And because there is a purpose in every season, because we're a people, not just of pain, but of purpose, God has orchestrated and redirected over the last year and a half, some amazing things that have happened. 
Our connects have multiplied. They've exploded through the globe. You're probably in one now because of what the Lord has done. Our church has continued to not only expand and grow, but many have found salvation, healing, baptisms, faith, testimony. There've been incredible stories of what the Lord has done. There's been creativity unleashed as songs have been written, books have been written, curriculums have been written. We're starting to bless the generations from the youngest to the oldest. And a whole lot of good has come out in this season of restriction because to everything there is a season and despite the bad ones, there's still a purpose under heaven. And it is God who works all things together for good to them that love Him. Can I hear an amen? You know, not only an online campus and as we go into this miracle offering an online school and so much more that is coming through this season, here's what we can say, that God has designed everything and everyone. He's designed for everything and everyone, a beginning and an end and a purpose for the time in between. In life, death gives time value. Time is a gift. And we should live with an awareness and an urgency not to waste it. And hopefully that's how you're living your life right now. But for others, maybe not fueled with purpose and that sense of urgency, time is just the terrain in between the start and the end. And it just simply is. Time isn't a gift, it just is. But sadly, even worse than that, there are some and time feels like a prison sentence. No hope. Can't wait for life to end. And that's why people end their lives. It's why it's so important that every person has hope and people understand that they have a purpose. Now, time is either useless or useful depending on the purpose underlying it. Money is good or evil depending on the heart that directs it, which is ultimately shaped by the level of purpose. You know, people all around the world believe some varying degrees in fate or chance or happenstance. But the Bible says to everything, everybody say everything, to everything, that's right, to everything there is a season and it's, there is a time and there is a purpose under heaven. And here's the question I've got to ask you, how strong is your purpose in this season? How strong is your purpose in this season? There's a crisis of spirit across the planet more than ever. The pandemic didn't just spread fear and virus and hopelessness. It's actually in its way eroded purpose in so many, which is why so many people are asking the questions we put on the video. Why am I here? What can I do? Can I make a difference? These are purpose questions. You know, we should be brimming with purpose because eternity is not only awakened, but assured in those who know God. And our hope is in something far greater than a vaccine. We have a purpose that defines our beginning and our end and takes us beyond that. Mark Twain said the two most important days in any human's life is number one, the day they were born, and number two, the day they discovered why. Story in the Old Testament about a young, beautiful woman called Esther, a young Jewish woman who becomes the queen of a very powerful foreign king when the Jews are in exile, and so happens to be the queen having access to this incredibly powerful king when there is an agenda at the time by an evil ally to wipe the Jews off the face of the earth. Now the king is unaware that his queen is a Jew, which is a mystery, but she hid it from him. And Mordecai, who's Esther's older cousin, states one of the most oft quoted lines, and you would have heard this before, 
Who knows if you've come to the kingdom for such a time as this. In fact, let's read the verse. Here's what he says as he's staring Esther, who's wondering, okay, I'm beautiful, but I'm an orphan. And now I'm somehow one, you know, the, 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 the auditions to become the queen. And here I am. And why am I here? And, and he says, he says, maybe she was asking the questions, what can I do? If a king wants to wipe out a race, can I make a difference? Why am I here? And Mordecai answers it this way. In the book of Esther, he says, you have influence with the king. If you don't use it, God will raise someone else up to deliver his people. But how do you know, maybe you've been positioned in the kingdom or kingdom city. Maybe you've been positioned in kingdom city for such a time as this. And the story goes on to talk about how that awakens purpose in Esther. She calls the, the Jews to a three-day fast. She approaches the king. God uses her to overturn the plans of the enemy and Israel is literally saved. Esther speaks prophetically to us today in session three of our global gathering of the kind of church we need to be, not just by chance who we are, where we are all over the world, but by purpose designed by God for a reason, for a season. And that I pray becomes clearer than ever in your life. If nothing else, may this message be a Mordecai moment that wakes you up, that it may stir in you the reason you are who you are, the reason you are where you are, the reason you have what you have, because purpose gives temporary things eternal significance. It awakens the sense of now and it drafts you into a space where time is no longer a prison sentence, it's no longer something that's drifting. It literally is something that is a valuable gift and you wanna use everything, your time, your talent, your treasure, and even your trial to have significance and meaning. And really when you think about it, purpose does that. It does three things quickly. It awakens significance. You know, things that seem menial or mundane or coincidental now has meaning. Esther thought, man, man, it's just DNA that I'm good looking. No, now her beauty had significance. If she wasn't physically beautiful, she doesn't become the queen. Now, even her family tragedy where her parents died when she was young. Nobody wishes that on anyone, but now she had significance to it because if, if not for that, she would not have connected with Mordecai who had access to the king and literally allowed Esther to find her purpose. Her ethnicity, why was she Jewish in a time of exile? Why was she born in that time? Why couldn't she be born in David's time or Moses' time? She was born at that time. Now there's meaning because she was used as a deliverer for that season. Her journey now made sense. You know, growing up, I used to hate the tension in my life that I was too Aussie to be Asian and too Asian to be Aussie. So I could relate to both, but I belonged in neither. And I thought it was a, dysfunction and yet it was divine preparation because now I look back and when your life is fueled with purpose, you realize, wow, our church started in Malaysia and I couldn't relate there if I was all Aussie and I couldn't really come back here and do what we did in Perth if I was all Asian. And, and you realize God had a, had a plan even though I had the pain. I don't know what pain you're going through, but God has a plan because all things work together for good to them that love Him. I studied law and I thought, why did I do that? I hate reading, I hate public speaking. And now I look back and I go, oh, I see. See, there's a purpose under heaven for your life. There's a reason why you're here today. You didn't even expect to be in church. You, someone invited you to this house. You stumbled upon this link and here you are. You know, I, I don't know where your journey is. All I can do is share a little bit of mine, but everything about life starts to make sense when you are aware of the purpose. 
Hindsight reveals the picture, but purpose keeps you focused before you see it. And today, you don't need to know exactly what the purpose of your life is. In fact, I would go this far. The sense of having a purpose is more important than the details around it. So many people want to know, well, exactly what am I supposed to do? Where am I supposed to be? You know, when you have a sense of purpose, even if you're unclear around the detail, it wakes you up in the morning, it keeps you up at night, it causes you to have, to have energy when everyone else is getting tired. There's something about purpose that fuels you that God intended for you to have. And now everything has meaning. There's significance to the timing of your life, the location where you're in, and the season you're in. So this group of people were meant to be born during this crazy pandemic. This group of people around the world right now under the sound of my voice, you were meant to be in the country you happen to be in right now. You were meant to be in the place you happen to be right now. And God has you at the stage. He wanted you, but we will drift through time if purpose does not come alive. We will feel sorry for the woman at the well and will occasionally long for His glory. But purpose is the glue that joins what God wants to do and what God wants to do through you. And now, whether you feel like I'm just stuck raising kids, no, there's a purpose. Well, I'm just in a season of unemployment. Use that time with purpose. Well, I'm just single. Use it with purpose. Well, I'm married without kids. Use it with purpose. I'm retired. Use it with purpose. Every open door has a purpose. Every closed door has a purpose. Every appointment is divine because God can use all things together for good. It brings not only significance, it brings urgency, urgency. Now is the time, today is the day. The Scripture says today is the day of salvation. It's not a panic. Urgency does not mean we run around rushing through life. It does mean we have purpose. I don't know if you've ever walked through the shops. I'm not a fan. I, if I'm going to the shops, there's a reason, there's a place, and I'm going to get it. And so every step is intentional. I land where I want to land. I get what I want to get and I go home. Now, I'm not criticizing those who like to window shop or meander, but there's a lot more steps with often a lot less result. And that's fine if that's your hobby, but there's an urgency when purpose wakes you up. There's an urgency. Don't confuse wandering through life versus walking through life. The Israelites wandered through a wilderness and really took so much longer. Sometimes the enemy wants to keep you so busy. We, we wear busyness like a badge of honor. I'm so busy. Busyness simply is the enemy's way of increasing the number of cares in your life that could choke the plants that God wants to grow in your life. But Esther had suddenly a sense of urgency. When purpose was awakened, she realized now for such a time as this, Today is the day that you were meant to be here. And as we receive our miracle offering, maybe you've already given, maybe you've not given. There's a sense of urgency behind what God's doing. There's significance behind what He's doing. There's an urgency and, and, and thirdly, there's an alignment. There's an alignment. Do you know, purpose gives the glory of God a focus in your life. It gives the time, the money, the trials, the people, the choices you make a focus. It brings alignment in. You know, for example, if you wanted to be an athlete, I never did and I never want to be. But if you wanted to be a world-class athlete, it brings alignment. It brings alignment to what you spend your money on. It brings alignment into your diet. It brings alignment into your choices. It brings alignment even to the people you hang out with. Every time there's a purpose in your life, it will bring alignment. It will bring alignment. You know, 
when someone has a purpose, I, I recently went to a buffet and uh, I've been to enough buffets to now understand I have a purpose. I know what I want. I want the sashimi and I want that good. Me and Eldon, we went to a buffet and we had a purpose. We didn't waste our time around all the stuff. You know, you go to someone who's never been to a buffet and they clearly have no purpose. So they have a bit of everything and they vomit everything and they tasted nothing. You know, we had a purpose. We got full on one thing. And jokes aside, that's what sometimes life can feel like a huge buffet of choices. And the sign of someone with no purpose is they say yes to everything because they don't know what they're really saying yes to. And I want to encourage you today, today, give your money focus, give it purpose. Give your time focus, give it purpose. You know, um, as we come around this giving, this is time to, to, to share together, to sacrifice together. I don't need to say this really, but I will anyway. To everybody who understands purpose, to everyone who has purpose, to everyone who's got that piece of eternity within you that's awoken, this isn't just an offering, isn't just an online transaction. This isn't just an offering, it's a generational offering. We're sowing into things way beyond our life in expansion, evangelism, and education. This isn't just an offering, it's a spiritual offering. Every time you bring an offering to God, He says, when you do it to the least of these, you did it unto me. He takes it personally. See, God has thoughts towards offering. He had a thought towards Cain's offering. He had a thought towards Abel's offering. He had a thought towards Noah's offering. God actually receives offerings personally. It's a generational offering. It's a spiritual offering. When you're filled with purpose, this is not just an offering, it's a sacrificial offering. In famine, in challenge, in pain, in times like this. It now gets personal. See, what gives your offering purpose isn't the amount, but the heart and the intention behind it that God, I'm alive to make a difference. And whatever it looks like, the widow's two mites had purpose that we still talk about all around the world today. It's not just an offering, it's a generational offering a spiritual offering, a sacrificial offering. It's a miracle offering. It's a miracle offering. The miracles that are going to be released through this offering. See, it's not, the, it's not a miracle if you reap from this offering. It's an expectation because what you sow, you reap. But the miracles that are going to come through this offering as around the world, we do this together. Let this be an offering filled with purpose. May we not just bring an offering of purpose, but be a people of purpose. May we reach the woman at the well in your city and in your context like we've never done before. May we feel, sense and wear the glory of God on our lives like we've never done before. And in this crazy time that we live in globally. May the purpose of God be the shining light that lights up your path so you know exactly where you're going and who you're following, even when everything else seems dark and dim. You know, this pandemic has tragically affected so many families. And in a church of our size, there are many that have been affected, whether they've lost a loved one, or even in a few cases that I'm aware of, people have died in some of the countries we're in. There's one that just really moved me this week, sadly, just a few days ago, one of our young men in Botswana, Tapelo, at only 24 years of age, died and went home to be with Jesus. Really as much due to the poor medical support as the actual virus. And Tapelo came to Kingdom City in Botswana in 2019, in January. And there, he gave his life to Christ. A month later, he joins a connect group, starts serving. And the car park team, the youth ministry, and earlier this year in 2021, 
He started leading a connect group, signed up for Greenhouse. He was a Greenhouse student and he got water baptized at Easter. His life turned around eternally because a couple called Blake and Lizzie were sent with purpose. They didn't just give into offerings, they were the offering. And there are so many stories around the world of how as we continue to say yes to God, see people of purpose don't just give offerings, they are the offering. We don't just get fueled by purpose so we can take up a miracle offering, but we become the miracle offering. Do you know, because there's significance, urgency and alignment in your life, don't just bring the offering today. Be the offering. And like the loaves and fish, let the Lord bless, break and multiply you and your life for the extension of His kingdom so that His glory would truly reach more people like the woman at the well. A heart goes out to the family, to Tapello's family and to anyone else that's really gone through tragedy and hurt and pain. But I want you to know, if God is in your corner, even death has lost its sting. And we're gonna pray right now that more than ever, we would be like an Esther church, like a Mordecai church, or not only carrying purpose, but waking up purpose in each other. So join me as we pray. In fact, if you're, if you're able to right where you are, can I encourage you to stand to your feet? And let's pray. Father, we thank You, God, that to everything there is a purpose, a season and a time. And You, God, and You alone can cause literally all things to work together for good. Let Your power and Your presence be so strong and felt in every home, in every heart, in every auditorium across Perth, around the world, wherever people are leaning in and listening in. God, I thank You, You are building, You are stirring, You are strengthening, You are doing something far beyond just an offering. But today we bring our lives as an offering. And like the fellow who literally used his years, especially the last two for You, completely sold out for You. Lord, I pray like him, we would not only bring an offering, we would be the offering. And God, I thank You that we don't know the days we have on earth, but we pray that everyone will be fueled with purpose, that we will not meander and wander our way through things that merely pass time but God, there'll be a sense of urgency, a sense of alignment and a sense of sig significant in every heart that looks for it. Father, I thank You even now, You'd ignite purpose in every heart. And Father, across the world, across the world, we wanna declare to You, God, that we don't today just bring an offering, but not only our worship and our money and our time, but our very lives, we are the offering. Receive the offering today for your glory and your glory alone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you have never entered into a relationship with Jesus, we want you to know that He loves you very much. So much that He died on the cross for all of your sins that stood between you and God. If you would like to make a decision to follow Jesus today, all you need to do is to repeat this prayer. Dear God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I admit that I'm not right with you and I want to be right with you. I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus is the Lord and Savior of my life. Thank you for saving me and making me your child. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. 
If you prayed that prayer for the first time, or if God has done anything in your life because of this podcast, we would love to know. Email us at testimony at kingdomcity.com.